Hey, hey, hey. Oh, what kind of way? <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of way is that to start a fucking podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that made me feel so gross. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my god, I'm fucking losing my mind out here. What's up? This <laughs> This is Aiden Jones and you are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 30th of June 2020. Fucking hell. Well, that doesn't bode very well, does it? Man, um my friend who listens to the pod um told me this week uh, that she got her girlfriend to listen to it and her girlfriend was like, does he always start like that? Because <laughs> last week I just went like, ah! <laughs> I, just, I was just losing my shit. And, uh, and, and, you know, and I was like thinking, do I always start like that? And I mean, that just now is not, uh, it definitely doesn't weigh in the other direction, does it? Oh, man. Well, how the fuck are you guys, huh? Thanks for listening to this. Thanks for... I mean, I wonder how many people... If, like, that's... If if someone was listening for the first time, is that a good start? Because here's my thought. Like, it, it's good because it shows you who I am straight away. Like, because I'm laughing. And I feel like I'm probably a, as likable as I get when I am laughing at myself. Yeah? I feel like that's... A reasonable thing to say. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying my own company, and those are things that I like about myself. About, about myself, fuck. About my. <laughs> those are things that I like about myself. But conversely, I would venture to say that um, the host of a podcast with no guest, just opening up by laughing for <laughs> for a minute, is um, yeah maybe enough to put some people off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's fucking get into it. How how the fuck are you guys? I hope you're doing good, man. I um I am cold as fuck. My heater's on for the first time. First, a first on the pod. <laughs> it's been two and a half years, and this is the uh, introduction of the heater element into the mix. Pretty exciting. Um, let me have a little sip of tea here. Ow, burnt the roof of my mouth. All right. Yeah, I woke up at uh, at 6.35 this morning because uh, working this job, doing delivery shit. And, oh, my God. I mean, I fucked up this morning at work. <sighs> They'd given me the van for the weekend because we had two deliveries to make and one was like a bit, you know, two schools. And one was a big bunch of stuff for the first school and then the second school was literally just a bag of like fucking pipe cleaner things or what I don't fucking know what they were but um and that was sat on the passenger seat and I took the van on Friday and I had it at my house over the weekend and I uh went with a mate to Bunnings on Sunday and we got some shit for his house cuz he just moved back to town um got some stuff did some landscaping 
did some backyard bitchery, which felt cool um, to kind of put that stuff into practice that I've been learning about by myself to kind of help my mate um, plant some little bits. And his, we, he's got a little laneway out the back of his house and he found like a locker, like an old school locker, one of those metal ones, and um, flipped it so that it's like on its back, you know, with the lo- like the doors facing up. And then we unbolted the doors, took them off. So it's just like it's two next to each other. It's like two lockers probably like fucking what six feet high or something next to each other put it on its back so the two planters and then we put a bunch of old debris like leaves and sticks and shit that he'd gotten from this path down the bottom with cardboard that's like you know a bit of um bit of compost down there dug up some dirt put some other scraps and shit and then uh got some got some potting mix from bunnings put that all the way up to the top and planted a bunch of veggies how nice um but yeah, we took the van from work to Bunnings and like got all the stuff and it was full of stuff in the back, but I just, whatever, we just kind of stacked it all up. But that little bag was on the, um, on the passenger seat and when my mate got in, I just grabbed it and I guess I just absentmindedly like put it somewhere in the mess of stuff in the back that I was going to have to deliver the next day. Um, it's Monday today, by the way. I'm recording this on Monday. Who cares? But... um. Yeah, and then I woke up this morning and first of all, it was so cold. It was like fucking two degrees this morning or one or I don't know. It was, I got out there at like 6.40 and there was ice. (sighs) Sorry. There was, uh, there was ice like frost on the fucking windscreen of the car, which I've never had before. It was like hard on the, oh my God, it was crazy. Um... So I had to fucking get that off, wipe that off with the sleeve of my jacket and, and then get in the car and it just was that kind of cold where like my hands was like my skin was stinging, dude. Oh my God. It was crazy. I think I've made like resolved myself. Anyway, I'll finish the story. What happened was I, um, yeah, I couldn't find that bag in the morning. So we did the first school done and then I like got went back there to see and I was like, can't find that, can't find anything, can't find it, blah, 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 blah. And it was just gone and I felt so fucking... I'm just like, how have I done that? You know, just so absent-minded, man. I'm such a fuckhead. Had to call my boss, who's like the greatest dude, and just be like, hey, man, I lost it. And he was, <laughs> he was so bummed. He was like, I put it on the passenger seat, bro. I was like, I know... I'm sorry, man. Like, I just, it's, that's it. I just lost it. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, yeah, I think I got to fix my attitude towards work, man. I think I need to be a bit more grateful for this job. I'm kind of trying to have a word with myself. Like, it's this fucking entitlement thing that I've been talking about for weeks now, I reckon. This is my thing. This is now my focus for myself. This is the shit that I got to work on because, man, that girl, like that's done. I, I'm not even really going to talk anymore about that except for the fact that it uh, last week we had a few conversations that went real sour. It was very sad and it's that's completely done now. So I'm back to like, all right, it's time to focus on me, take what I can learn from that relationship 
And one of the things I can learn is that I need to work on my entitlement and, and like feeling like everything revolves around me, you know. And if I'm not in a relationship, well, I can do, I can still do that with work because I noticed, noticed or decide, I know, I was about to say I noticed my behavior, like, like I'm observed, like I'm not responsible. Isn't that a convenient way for me to just fucking take myself apart from any responsibility for the shit that I do? I was late every day last week, except for Friday. I reckon I got there on time on Friday. Yeah, I did. But all the previous days, I was slightly less late every day as I adjusted to just fucking being on time. Just be on time, cunt. Fuck, man. Like the first, because the first week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he got me there at nine. And then he was like, hey, can you get here at 8.30 on Monday? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to wake up earlier. So I'm going to get there at... I'm going to wake up at the same time. And that was my plan. I was like, all right, I'll wake up at the same time and I'll just try and run there from the station faster. Like, that's a solution. Like, no, just get there on time. Fuck. So, yeah, that's a thing that I'm like, I got to start getting to work on time. As, As if I am actually sitting here saying that, I need to start getting to work on time. As if that wasn't something that I should just already be doing. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with me? I've not been getting to work on time and I've not been... Uh, I, I can just fucking put a bit more of myself and take a bit more pride in this job, I reckon. Because it's cool to have a job. <laughs> I'm almost 30 years old saying that. I reckon it's actually pretty cool to have a job. Yeah, can't it is pretty cool to not be unemployed, collecting benefits and, and, and fucking leeching off of the state off of other people's money. Yeah, I reckon that's pretty cool, actually. You fucking child. Uh, I went to therapy today. That was fucking awesome. Um, my therapist is so dope. I got to be careful, I reckon, because um, she makes me feel so excited about the shit that I can work on in my life that I forget that it's the difficulty of actually having to work on it, you know? Like the sessions make me feel good and I leave there with a spring in my step and then I have to check myself and be like, that doesn't mean you fixed it, mate. That just means you know what you need to do now. Doesn't mean you can walk around the world, you know, like, oh, I went to therapy and now it's done. (laughs) I I think I get... If anything, maybe it feeds my ego. Maybe therapy's bad for me. It makes me feel good and that's bad. I don't fucking know. No, nah, it's good. It is good. Um, yeah, it really, it really helped me today and I left. I, I went in feeling pretty fucking lost and sad about this, the fucking breakup and stuff and I left feeling like, you know what? I'm excited to now just work on me and that's it's fucking real cool. Um, yeah, we we're talking about... Uh, th- this is the thing, right? One something that I, that what I kind of went in there to talk about today was my entitlement in the relationship, the way that I feel like I'm entitled to people taking care of my feelings, you know, or I want things, I want everything to be about my feelings, which is why I have a podcast where I just talk to myself about me for a whole week. Oh, fuck. I didn't pick something. I didn't pick a fucking news article. Oh no! I do. oh no! I've got something. All right, I got I got something that maybe I'll have. Yeah. Any, okay. I did. I did. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> um. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, when it, let me just fucking make a note of that. I'm going to make a note of that. News article. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, w- I went in going, all right, I want to talk about this entitlement and how I, I, I feel like I'm entitled to people, you know, looking after my feelings or, or people can be responsible for my feelings, which is incorrect. I'm responsible for my feelings and, and that's it. No one else should. People can choose to. This is what I've been thinking about. Is people can choose to, but I shouldn't just be dumping my feelings on people without them having asked, you know? I've realized that I have never in my life said the phrase, thanks for asking. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. You know when people ask you, hey, how are you? And you go, I'm good, thanks for asking. Like when I say I'm good, thanks, I until yesterday never realized like the thanks what that stands for is thanks for asking because they asked you how you were and it's nice that someone asked you how you are because that means that they are interested and care enough to want to know but i have never said thanks for asking because (laughs) because i never i don't think i've ever waited for someone to ask I'm just like, hey man, I'm feeling sad. <laughs> Which is so much. And then I fucking I'm surprised when people are like taken aback by me. Oh like, yeah, people seem to get rubbed up the wrong way by me. Don't know why. Well now I do. It's because I fucking <laughs> say hello by telling someone you know, the intimate emotional details of my fucking personal life. And, and, and maybe that's quite presumptuous on an emotional level for a lot of people. So um, I'm going to start trying to... I'm, I'm going to start saying thanks for asking when people ask how I am. And I'm going to make a concerted effort and I've got no promises on this. No promises on this. I'm going to try and make a concerted effort to wait until people ask me how I am before I say because I just feel like that's a nice thing to do for people maybe I don't need to do it for like good friends or whatever I don't know I'll try I was on the phone to my brother today who listens to this podcast by the way hey Dan and uh, I shouldn't say his name he's not whatever (laughs) um I was on the phone to him today and I was, you know, asking him about his, his weekend and stuff and I was conscious in my head. I don't know, I'm fucking, I, I, whatever. I wonder if he'll feel comfortable with me talking about him like this on the podcast, but I reckon he will because he's fucking cool with most shit because he's a great dude. Um, the whole time we were talking, I was thinking to myself, I, Aiden, don't start talking about yourself. Wait for him to ask because he will. Because he cares about you. Or if he doesn't, then fucking he'll ask next time or whatever, you know. So I was just not, I wasn't going to say until he asked. And I have felt myself so many times want so badly. I think maybe it comes from an anxiety of like wanting to fill the space, you know. Because a few times I was asking, he he had asked me, like called me to ask me about some stuff. Or I called him because he asked me about some stuff, whatever. And I was talking about that the things in his life and a couple of times I felt the conversation kind of pause and I felt anxious or I felt something like, oh, I want to I wanna fill this gap, this bit of silence with something. I'm not that comfortable with silences. 
And I guess, I'm just realizing this as I say it now, I think the reason I talk about myself is because I'm not that comfortable with silences and I would rather fill that silence with just like, let me start talking about me than just let it sit there for a second and, and allow the other person a moment to think. Maybe I don't like time to think, but maybe other people like time to think. Maybe I need to get more comfortable with silences. Ah, look, it's a fucking, it's a good one this week. It's a good one for me. I don't know how you guys feel about these personal revelations from, from my end, but I feel like I, I like that. I like that a lot. I can be more comfortable with silences and I think, and that allows me to not be so hard on myself, doesn't it? It's not like I'm so narcissistic that I'm always just looking to make conversations about me. It's the reason I make conversations about me is because I'm uncomfortable with silence. But maybe instead of that, I can either one, learn how to be comfortable in silence or two, ask people more questions about them when it's silent and that should hopefully make me feel less uncomfortable. Isn't that interesting that even in asking someone about their day, I'm still making it about my anxiety. <laughs> He's good. He is good, this guy. He is very fucking good. Um, oh, all right. Uh, let me talk about... I'm going to talk about the picture and then I'm going to tell a few more stories. I got, uh, the picture this week is going to be... Um, Oh man, so I was at uh, my mate who I helped uh, do that fucking planter stuff on, on Sunday, fuck, and he had this picture, the picture this week is a picture of, uh, on my mate's fridge, it's Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav, that's how you say it, isn't it, the guy from Public Enemy, um, it's an artist pass of his that um, in 2000 and 10 yeah new year's 2010 11 me and a big crew of mates went to falls festival in lawn and uh public enemy played and we were all up the front <clears throat> and one of our mates flavor flavors like there with his clock you know rapping <laughs> rapping and uh he's got his artist pass on and one of our fucking mates this girl grabbed his artist pass like yanked it off of his neck and uh because she's just crazy because fucking we were 19 you know and and she was just like sick an artist pass <laughs> like this is one of the biggest fucking hip-hop acts for sure in the world a huge act and, and we're at the front and she's like, I'm just going to take his artist pass. Like as if uh, 19, maybe she was 18. I reckon she might've even been 18. An 18 year old white girl is going to get into backstage with an artist pass. It's got a picture of like a 40 year old black dude. <laughs> I wonder what was going through that girl's head when she took that. I could ask her. We're still friends. <laughs> That's just fucking drunk and, you know, oh, that'll be a fun thing to have. I don't fucking know, man. What goes through people's heads when they do shit like that? I don't know that I have the balls to do something like that. I can recognize that it is undoubtedly cool. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> Stealing is cool, man. Especially if you steal something that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
I reckon that's cool as fuck. Take a fucking person's artist pass when they're on stage. You know what I mean? He's fine. He's not gonna. Then, then uh, imagine if she took it and then the fucking bouncers were like, "Look, dude, we know you're in the band, but you don't have your pass. We are unfortunately gonna have to at least ask you to get back on the other side of the barrier." Yeah, I mean it's inconsequential that she took it, but anyway, she did, and and Flavor Flav. Stopped the whole show. This is on the main stage at Falls Festival at fucking New Year's. I don't think they were playing the New Year's set, but I reckon it was New Year's Eve, like maybe 8 p.m. All right, I reckon they played like the 8, 9, like the sunset um, time slot. And he stopped the whole show and was like, he didn't fucking see who did it because it was just like a throng of people. So Flavor Flav's going like, who the fuck took my pass on the mic? He's like, stop the show. Stop the music. We're not starting again until whoever the fuck has my artist pass gives me it back. And we, none of us knew that our mate took it. So everyone's looking on the floor for it. And she's making a big song and dance of like looking for it as well. And this is a girl who got caught re- like in like the last three or four years in Melbourne got caught stealing like 80 bucks worth of groceries from Woolies. This is not an isolated incident behaviorally for this girl. All right. She's a fucking... <laughs> and I, I love her so dearly. I think in part because of this part of her personality, but she, she, this is not outside of the fucking ordinary for this girl. <laughs> She's looking around going, oh, I don't know. Where is it? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> she just fucking got it in her pocket. Piece of shit. Um, and so... Yeah, we're all looking around for it and we can't find it. And eventually he starts the show again and he's not going to get it back. And then at the end, I wasn't there for this, but this is the legend of the story from fucking 10 years ago. Uh, Her and uh, her mate and my friend who has this on his fridge. So my friend who has this on his fridge was dating one of her friends and that was how, that was like the fucking, like the genesis of the group. And uh, so my mate and his girlfriend and her friend went up to the backstage people and with the pass and were like, hey, we found Flavor Flav's pass. Can we come back and give it to him? And they fucking got in. The three of them got in and they went to hand the pass to Flavor Flav. And there was like a fucking someone with a camera there going, oh, why don't you get a picture of the fucking girl who found your pass? And Flavor Flames like, this is the motherfucker that stole my pass. This chick right here. This is the one. Um, and I'm not sure if there's a photo of them together. I, I'm, I'm not sure if that exists or what the fuck happened. But evidently, I was at my mate's place on Sunday, sitting there having breakfast. And I turn around and I look at the fridge in their new house. And there it is on the fridge from 10 fucking years ago. The pass still there. He has it. I don't even know how he ended up with it. Oh, God. That's fucking awesome, right? Oh, so yeah, that's going to be the picture this week. I'll chuck it through Google Deep Dream and put that up on the Instagram, sitting under podcast if you want to check that out. Oh, my God. I could not... That was insane to me that that was there. We were sitting there having breakfast and I'd fucking turn around and breakfast cooked by my friend's... Uh, lovely girlfriend. I'm trying not to use names. I'm trying not to bring people into my fucking self-reflective whatever maelstrom that I have here. But huge thanks to his amazing girlfriend for cooking us some phenomenal breakfast and some of the best poached eggs that I've had. 
I'm not a big poached eggs guy, but fucking that was sick, man. Oh, I kind of want to learn how. I kind of want to learn how to cook poached eggs, just like as it flex. It feels like a big thing to be able to do. <sighs> anyway, my new thing. Um, I actually I just had this idea. Um, just before I was starting the pod, I was doing a lot of procrastinating tonight. It's fuck. It's like seven twenty. Seven twenty o'clock. It's got to be seven twenty somewhere, brother. <laughs> Is that my bong sound? <laughs> <laughs> just the tiniest little bit of water in the bottom. <laughs> it's just... Ugh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's got to be 720 somewhere, bro. Um, yeah, my... my uh, so my new thing that I'm trying to do, right? To Because uh, I've always... I, I think in my life, I've always wanted to live in a house... That is like the focal point, the gathering place, the the place that people go back to. Even when I was like 19, when I first moved out of home, I remember wanting my my place that obviously was never going to be that, but I wanted it to be like the cool place where everyone came and, and hung out. And it's taken me until now to realize that you don't move into that place. You make your place that place. Yeah. Um. And I guess that kind of fits into some of like, I don't know. I, I think I'm just scared. I think I've been scared for 10 years to invite people around to do a thing because what if they don't want to come around, you know? What if no one wants to come, whatever. And it's taken me 10 years to get over that and just be like, mate, if you invite people to your house, they'll come to your house, you know, if you fucking put a thing on. So, um, and I'm just trying to do that more, right? Try and have something to give of myself to the world rather than just take, take, taking because I feel like that's what I do a lot or I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm being really hard on myself but I just, it's nice to give of yourself, right? So I want to I want to have friends over, uh, try and have some friends over every week, once a week for dinner and <clears throat> this can play into my, um, you know, I'm trying to fucking make like a, just to put a bit more effort into the things that I cook. Um, so this week just gone, I had some friends over. I had, um, Mark O'Keefe and, Ka- and Catherine Henson. Mark, o- it sounds like I have a lisp there, doesn't it? Mark O'Keefe, but that's his name. All right. His name's not Mark O'Keefe. And fuck you for thinking I had a lisp. Went to therapy, still feeling pretty defensive. <laughs> um, Mark O'Keefe, Catherine Henson, and, uh, my friend Carla as well. Came over and uh, my housemate Gersler came out and you know why have I started using names all of a sudden after spending forty minutes however long it's been twenty something three days I don't know anyway had them over and um, cooked some fried rice cooked some chicken it was lovely and uh, we just sat and chatted man I, it was it was real nice um, those guys Mark and uh, Catherine actually look up their podcast look up how would I find it look up Uga, at Ugirl you nasty EW girl you nasty on Instagram that's Catherine <clears throat> I'm not sure what Mark's is but they're a couple they're married and they've got some fucking crazy story that I'm not going to tell their story but they came around and told it and I think they do have a podcast and I think they're going to tell the story of Go check out their podcast because uh, those two are fucking great. They're both so funny, real funny comics. She's from N- uh, from NY. She's from New York, and and he's from um, he is from Cork, 
in Ireland and uh, whatever. Anyway, my idea as a way to, because obviously everything I do has to be like, you know, a show, especially because I don't have comedy now. So I need ways to get people's validation. And I think, I think I'm pretty close to ending the backyard bitch. Hey, I'll talk about that in a sec. But what I want to do with this thing, I had the idea to put, uh, to, to like on Instagram, do something called This Is Not A Podcast where I take – because I thought like I, my thought process was, okay, I'll have people around for dinner and then I thought how nice would it be if I had people around for dinner and then like did a podcast with those people and then I was like every fucking cunt has a podcast and who cares? I've already got a podcast. Do I need another one? Like <laughs> – I've already got this. I've got my 54 listeners. You guys, right? Thank you so much. Do I really need a f- another one? Another- Maybe one of the ways that my therapist is going to give me to deal with my anxiety will be something other than starting podcasts. <laughs> Imagine that guy. The dude. Maybe that's what the boom in podcast by white dudes is. is it's just like, that's how we fucking channel our anxiety or do like some people take a walk around the block and some people start a podcast (laughs) why have you got a podcast i was just really interested in exploring you know these different ideas and interviewing people oh yeah why have you got a podcast mate oh i drank five coffees one friday and didn't know what to do with myself (sighs) Yeah, I don't need to start another podcast, but I, I would like to. I think it'd be funny to just post a picture, like a podcast cover picture of everyone sitting around the table and it's like, this is what the podcast would be, but it's not a podcast. It's just a picture. <laughs> and then, you know, fucking write a thing of like, this isn't a podcast, but this is what we did and it was nice and fucking we talked about all this stuff, but it's not a podcast. So I guess just imagine what that conversation would have been like if you like and here's these people and, fi- you know, do all of the plugs like any cunt does with their podcast where you go, if you like that, listen to these people. But I just don't do the podcast. I just have a picture. I reckon that'd be funny. I'm going to do that, I reckon. <laughs> I think that's a cool idea. And it's just, I feel like people in comedy, my friends and stuff, like everyone wants to support everyone else's stuff, but it's just so hard to listen to the podcast that people put out. Like, Really? Oh, to fucking, you know, oh, my friend started a podcast. Great. I'm going to listen to it and support them in the thing that they do. I'm not, I'm just going to like their picture because I'm like, I love you, but I just, I fucking don't have time, mate. And I feel like that's how everyone else will feel if I start a new podcast. So rather than put that on them, it feels like a burden to people, you know, I'm trying to be less of a burden right now. So rather than that, just do a little joke, a story, you know, a, fuck, a picture. That's what I'm going to do. And um, yeah, if anyone's got some recipes, actually, I wanted to say that. If anyone's got any fucking cool recipes, I reckon I'm going to do like put put a bit of work into it, man. I don't have any comedy, so I've got nothing to do at nights. So I'll do like an evening of prep by myself, get all the stuff ready, like, you know, half cooked or whatever to the level where I can just the night of prep it and then the night when people are actually coming around I can just fucking blitz it and go um so if anyone's got any cool recipes something that they they reckon if you if you're a fucking bit of a little cooko um and you got something that you reckon would be cool for me to cook uh dietary requirements I don't really care 
Um, if I don't use it for one week, I'll use it for the next week. I eat fucking everything, so go for it, man. I would love. Oh, I would love that. Fucking give me a give me a little message on Instagram, Aiden Jones Comedy, with a recipe, even just link to something, whatever, man. Um, yeah, I would love that so much. I think I'm almost done. What was I gonna say? Oh, this is okay. So let me take a sip of tea. So I'm um. There's whole all right now. I'm single. I'm single now. I don't. I'm not trying to put. I I think I've realised that. A uh, part of why, oh fuck, there's a couple things, isn't there? No, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about being single anymore. Fuck that. That's my life. That's some bullshit. What I wanted to talk about is this. There was a little video. I thought this was fucking real nice, and I thought there's something. Fu- I mean, let's see if I can find something funny in it. I saw a video. I was on Reddit on that like you know feel good Reddit whatever. Um, and there's this news story on CBS in America of these two seven-year-old twins reopen successful lemonade stand after questions about permit. So the story is when twins Kamari and Kamira opened a lemonade stand, someone questioned if they had a permit to run it. So they got one and reopened their business with even more success. Last week, they had a line down the block and an hour wait for their signature drink. So, I mean, that's a nice story, isn't it? What kind of fucking loser douchebag is trying to rat out some seven-year-olds? And... It shouldn't be relevant, but I reckon it is. These are little black girls, and I've fucking... I mean, you don't want to be presumptuous, but you know that was some white cunt going... Like, you know, who just fucking felt uneasy at that. Or what kind of narc? I just... I don't reckon a black person would do that. I don't think... What the... Yeah. I, I mean, actually, I don't know. I feel like I'm wading into territory that I'm probably not that comfortable speaking on there. But it just... That feels like a real white thing to do. To go like, um, excuse me, do you uh, young ladies have a permit for this lemonade stand? Go fuck yourself, man. So, that's real sick that there was a line around the block and it was this feel-good story and there were like other people in the thing talking about like, we got to support these like, you know, black business owners. How sick is that? And their parents go, their fucking parents. That's awesome. But what I thought was funny about it was it's really giving these girls, like if you ever worked in hospitality, you know, like how stressful it is when your business is going bad. That sucks. And the business that you work for, that's a bummer. But when it's going well, these girls got fucking pumped, man. A line around the block, an hour line. There's no... Those people who were there supporting that business, I reckon for the first 20 minutes, they're lining up, <laughs> isn't it? The first 20 minutes, they're lining up going like, oh, this is nice. Two young black girls and it's like a good story and fuck that person who tried to shut them down by asking about the permit. What a narc for 20 minutes. Yeah, we're doing a good thing. Look at us. Black Lives Matter, all of that shit. And then the second 20 minutes... They're like really starting to get worn down. And then by the third thing, they're just like, oh my God, is it really going to be like an, an hour, an hour? I don't know, man. I don't know if my patience would last an hour. I reckon I'd probably get half an hour into the wait and just be like, you know what, man? I reckon these girls have had, they've had enough. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I reckon I just saw that one fucking dilute her lemonade too. No, not that. 
I don't know. Just like it, that, I reckon they really got a, like you think it's this feel good story, but I reckon those girls got a harsh lesson in the realities of of running a fucking hospitality business, which is that regardless of how fucking nice your story is, there's still there a hundred percent would have been at least one person in that line who got to the front and was like. That was a fucking hour wait, man. I just waited for an hour. Like, I want you to know you need more staff here. <laughs> That'd be the other side, wouldn't it? Someone's like, you need a permit. And then they get their permit. They open up and people are like, you need to have, can your mom have more kids, please? Because that was way too fucking long. You need to get some friends, some teachers from your school, some other fucking racially diverse kids and get them here because I am not waiting an hour to buy lemonade off a seven-year-old. I don't care how cute that shit is. There's no way your lemonade's that good. You're seven, all right? <laughs> you can't, you just, you can't, you're not. It's a nice story, but the lemonade is fucking, it wouldn't be that good. Or if it is, then your parents made it and it's not your fucking business, all right? So the permit should be in their name. You know what? I, I'm, I'm on the side of the narc now, actually. <laughs> Uh, all right anyway fucking that was funny wasn't it good on them man i fucking i think that's real nice kamari and kamira also cool names sick names kamari and kamira and they're twins oh come on man yeah that's that's a good story i can't be cynical about that all righty the song for this week is uh again hack baker just as last week, but this week, this one has just been fucking me up, man. It is so good. Venezuela Rhythm is the name of the song. And uh, it just, it's, I was hanging out with a mate on Sunday, yesterday, and we were just doing a puzzle together in a, in a, in a living room. And I was chucking music on, I put this on, and I was kind of, you know, you put music on and you hope your friend listens to it. And she did. I had that moment where she was like, Oh my god. Fuck, man. I th- I think I'm falling in love with this song. It just got her. It hooked her in, and it is that song. <clears throat> there's a bunch of good Hack Baker songs, but uh, and I thought like I've there's Conundrum, 7 a.m., there's Thirsty Thursdays, but I think this is the one actually. I reckon Venezuela Rhythm. If you're looking for a song to start out on with Hack Baker, Venezuela Rhythm. Go check it out. That's coming on right now. Other than that, man, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I'll catch you next week. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace. Gentlemen alike, ladies and gentlemen alike. We got our destinies to rise. What a celebratory time. 
ladies and gentlemen, a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot. These are the best days of my life. Once I celebrate, sorry, time. The young gentlemen are stars Pulling up in lovely cars Running up the tabbing bars and so they should The young women are so blind Double working overtime So their Instagram can shine And dine with crooks We got memories of times On a dance floor living life We ain't got no shame to hide Nonchalant in truth or lie Right now we're good living life Just cause we could Yo, ladies and gentlemen are nice Grew up from all the robberies and little nights Yo, and since we are all feeling delightful It's only right and insightful we have it tonight Fools, yo, gentlemen and ladies lovely Final Friday of the month, shabby bubbly Ladies and gentlemen alive Yep, these are the best days of our life Ladies and gentlemen alive Ladies and gentlemen alive Got our destinies to rise What a celebratory time Ladies and gentlemen alive Ladies and gentlemen alive These are the best days of our life What a celebratory time erupted in the National Assembly during a debate, supporters of President Hugo Chavez are pushing for the adoption of the media bill, but critics from the opposition are saying it may hurt freedom of speech. <laughs> 